Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Hello and welcome to The December Hemp Show powered by CanTrade. My name is Mark Ristelli. I'm the CEO of CanTrade and the host of The Hemp Show. Joining us next on The Hemp Show, I'd like to welcome Eddie Velez, the CEO of Oak Cliff Cultivators. Oak Cliff Cultivators is a family and veteran-owned hemp company based in Central Texas. They are a boutique hemp farm focused on cultivating exceptional hemp genetics for their clients' health, wellness, and culinary needs. Eddie has 15 years of experience in emergency management, in risk management and disaster response and recovery operations. Eddie worked with FEMA over 10 years, leading multiple agency disaster planning initiatives and responded to over 30 federally declared disasters nationwide. Thank you for being here, Eddie, and welcome to The Hemp Show. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Very cool. So, Love to know more about what you're doing. So please tell us. I mean, obviously you've come from, you came from uh, FEMA and kind of the disaster or sorry, disaster relief uh, planning. And then you shifted gears and now you're in the hemp industry. Please tell us about what you're doing in that experience. Right. Yeah. And um, it was quite of a change for me and my family, you know, going from emergency management for so long coming into the, to the, uh, you know, industrial hemp industry, um, especially here in Texas. It was a good change for us. Uh, so, you know, when we saw in Texas, you know, it was about to become, you know, legal, we, you know, kind of jumped on that train and got ahead of the game a little bit, you know, uh, met some networking and we developed the, the best friend of mine and my family. We developed Oak Cliff Cultivators. Um, we kind of were focused on small batch, you know, I'm probably the, the, the rookie in this group, you know, you know, on, on your panel today, but, you know, we're learning. Um, Everybody's got a small start batch, somewhere. right? You know? But you know what? It's funny you say that. Uh, we got a lot of love from a lot of people in the industry. You know, everybody wanted to help out. So I was very appreciative of everybody that wanted to, you know, provide assistance. The the networking in this industry is really great. So I was kind of fortunate to meet the right folks. You know, there's some individuals or some people you got to watch out for. But for the most part, it's been we've been kind of blessed. You know, with everybody helping us out. Very cool. And you know, 
you know, the bit, you know, the biggest thing for us is, you know, we focus on greenhouse operations. We have two greenhouses and we de- we um, built an indoor drying facility because uh, through, through some experience I've, I've seen in, you know, when I was starting up, um, drying becomes a bottleneck. You know, Texas is in the infancy of the industry and we're going we're gonna to be learning. So I thought, you know, that'd be a big, you know, asset or capability to have that, you know, part of our operation. So again, two greenhouses and a drying facility, climate controlled is how, how we started off. And um, go ahead. So, so I was going to say one of the most rewarding experiences that experiences that I ever had was actually just growing the plant. And for anybody that's been in the right. industry and hasn't experienced the growing pot process, understanding the plant, the, the cloning, the veg period, shifting it over to flowering, right. Um, you know, I've really gained so much knowledge from that. I'd love to learn, you know, how that, how that kind of learning curve worked for you. And then also more about the growing techniques that you, you that you utilize at Oaks, uh, uh, sorry, at Oak Cliff. <laughs> right. Uh, the, uh, the learning curve was like this, um, but steep. you know, we, uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, no, I just said steep. Remember we got, this is also, there's also audio version of this. So sometimes I do a little bit of a color commentary but the learning curve okay. is steep. Yeah, it's steep, man. And, but, you know, our technique was, you know, we, we followed, we had some uh, folks that helped us out. So we developed, you know, a drip irrigation. Uh, we had tables. Uh, we grew genetics, some CBG. I know Emily was talking about CBG. We kind of saw that and we jumped on CBD, I mean, CBG and also some CBG genetics. So our technique was, you know, all indoor. Uh, we're not 100% organic, but we're trying to get the organic met- methods involved because that's where we want to get to on the organic side. We wanted to understand the, gra- the craft first, you know, going from we purchased clones first, you know, so we, we bought clones and then we transferred the clones into, you know, pots and then we began growing them. Every phase of the growth was different, you know, from the cloning and then we got to veg. We had to learn how to use the trellis, trimming lollipopping um and then the nutrients you know the nutrients you know understanding when they need to have nitrogen you know or a different type of nutrient you know we had to watch the plant it's something you can't forget about you can't plant you can't plant uh hemp and forget about it a lot of people think it's easy it's not there's nothing easy about growing this plant they they take a lot of care uh they're very the quality control is very important to ensure you you know you develop a good crop but you know for the most part it was pretty good um i think you know, as we got into the vegetation stage, when we went to pre-flower, things changed for us. We had to adapt because some of our nutrients were falling through. So we had to reach out to some folks and, you know, get some knowledge because I'm going to ask dumb questions. I'm not scared to ask dumb questions to help us move forward. And, you know, I ask those questions and people provide the information. Um, I was super lucky. People stay on the phone with me, you know, 30, 45 minutes just talking through, you know, hey, man, have you tried this nutrient? Have you tried this watering method? It was so helpful. And then we got into the flowering stage and the buds were growing beautiful. I mean, we had really excellent buds on the CBG plants, you know, and also the CBD. And then understanding, you know, humidity, temperature in Texas, it's hot, super hot. So we uh, understand the cooling mechanism, you know, the water walls, you know, quarter coolers. We were trying to troubleshoot, see which one works best for us because it's hot in Texas. Uh, One thing I learned, big takeaway for us was, Porticulars ain't the way to go for greenhouses. Water wall. <laughs> you know, it might sound like a it might sound like a small thing, but you know, having a three thousand square square foot greenhouse, you know, two of them, you know, those porticulars would take forever to cool down that to cool down a greenhouse. So it's a big takeaway. 
And then as we get into the harvest, um, another, you know, something not easy for us as, as well, you know, how, how are you going to take the trellis off? How are you going to take the plant down? What's your method for trimming, drying, and then curing? So we went through that whole process, you know, complete learning curve for us. Um, I think one of the hardest things for us was, you know, harvest was a big deal. You know, we were very fortunate. You know, we're truly a, a family-owned business and friends and family. So we have friends come in. They're just curious about it. You know, they want to know, hey, man, this, do you grow on cannabis? I'm like, no, this, this hemp, man. I'm sure you had to trim it real quick. But it, it was a great, man. We had so much following and, and it, it just so helpful. And then the drying piece, you know, is another piece for us to learn. We had an in, indoor climate control facility and uh, we had to dial it in, make sure we had the humidity right, the mm-hmm. temperature right, making sure, you know, checking those plants motion level. And then we start the trimming and then we got the curing and then we, we start packaging our product, you know, getting ready to sell and also wholesale. The O'Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O'Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. Yeah. I mean, that, that drying process is just as important as the growing process. I've, I've walked into farms where they've, uh, they, they accidentally turned on like an AC unit and they basically like freeze dried their crop and you could like touch it and it would basically just crumble like it had been in, in liquid nitrogen. Um, now one of the things that I, that I learned growing, I don't know if, um, you've experienced this yet, but, um, I kind of think the cannabis plant is, is very similar to like how, a tree grows its rings, you know, a tree grows its rings right. every year. However, the cannabis plant, especially like say a cola um, from the flower is growing. It's almost like it's growing a ring every day. Now, every time that plant gets stressed, that ring doesn't grow as well. So what I've found, at least when I was growing is I had, toward the end of harvest, I've got this beautiful cola looks amazing. However, during that grow cycle, I had stressed the plant too many times in the interior rings. They're not really rings, but I'm just, you right. know, as an analogy, but um, the interior rings were basically like deteriorated. So when I, when I went to dry and cure the product, I ended up with a larfy, you know, trash flower that was just terrible. Even though my colas looked amazing, they felt rock solid, but it all came out in the drying and curing process. Is that, have you, have you seen anything like that? And also is this, was this your first grow season? Yeah, so you know, actually the last question. Yes, this is our first growth. You know, you know, we're Texas uh, went legal for hemp in um, I, I think April of twenty uh, of this year. So we got our life uh, hemp producer license, and this was our first growth. And this is Texas first growth statewide on on hemp on the hemp side. But yeah, um, you know, talking about the rings, you watch the plant. You know, especially if you, in Texas, it's it's it's, it's I can't. Expect stress amount of the heat that we have you know we had 105 days 100 degree days it was just hot for the entire month of august and it wasn't at the critical point of the, of the plant because it was flowering you know mm-hmm. you have to maintain the te- maintain that temperature we have we had a couple plants you know kind of go down when we were trying to dial in our our you know that our air inside the greenhouse you can see the buds kind of just start you know not looking right they start kind of um 
just almost like falling apart sometimes. But you know, there's only a limited plants like that. But when you went to the drying side, that's when you see, like you said, if you grew, if you did it the right way. And I had a couple of guys come through, you know, got experienced folks who've grown and got went through the drying process. Say, hey man, I need some help. Come, come criticize me. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. And they're like, hey man, you, you're good. Your temperature in your dry house might be a little too cold because it was 105 when we when we started drying. It was 105 degrees outside. So they helped me dial it down and you know, got to get that humidity under control. But uh, you know, the plants, you're right. They're 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 they might get harmed sometimes, but their plants are very adaptable. You know, they're very adapt to any kind of environment. And this is any all the strains grown in Texas is the first time they're gonna be grown in Texas on a hemp side. So there's a lot of trial and error going across the entire state. You know, the genetics I have, um, they're, they're, they're produced in Colorado, right? Colorado's climate's completely different to where I'm at in central Texas, hot, windy, you know? So there's a lot of trial and error trying to figure out how, what genetics is going to sustain in the different types of climate regions in the state of Texas. Right. So, so we've got about two minutes left. Can you dive specifically into the products? I mean, the, the flower, the different strains that you have. Um, I see you've got some there. Sure. With you. Yeah. So uh, one, I know Emily was talking before, you know, she mentioned about CBG, right? Compliance is a big thing in the state of Texas. So compliance is, it's a huge burden. Uh, if I could have a compliance offer, so that'd be awesome. But CBG is a great product to grow because, you know, it's low THC. But, but but also on the medicinal side, it's very beneficial to people. Um, a lot of our clients are really interested in the CBG and what better health benefits it can provide beyond the, beyond the CBD. So CBG ice number nine is one of our products. And also we have um, CBDs. Uh, we have uh, Mandarin Pie. Uh, it's also Mandarin Pie is an indica. And then we also have Tokyo Joe. It's a sativa. And also the wife. I think a lot of people, you know, you should, you know, know the wife genetic. But our most popular one is Tokyo Joe. Uh, it's very uh, citrusy. Um, it's very gas. Um, it's a great sativa plant, you know. And then we're also doing pre-rolls. Uh, a lot of our, we weren't expecting to get into pre-roll game because the ban, I'm sure you heard of the, you know, smokable ban going across. But Texas is one of those smokable ban states. But right now it's an injunction. So, you know, pre-rolls, we're trying to get into that market as well. But we do blunts, pre-rolls, and also Dutch um, brown pre-rolls, all one grams. Uh, we also sell those in wholesale as well. Excellent. Well, we'll have to we'll have to connect you with uh, Jessica with uh, STM Canna. They have some killer pre-roll machines. I think it's something awesome. like 400 and 440 pre-rolls in like in like 60 seconds. So they just hammer through those things for you. Uh, I would love to see that. Excellent. So we got to wrap things up. So if you're interested in connecting with Eddie and Oak Cliff Cultivators please add them to your network on CanTrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the Oak Cliff Cultivators wholesale menu posted in the webinar chat, also in the CanTrade feed and in the podcast in YouTube show notes. Once again, thank you for joining us, Eddie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. 
My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host Corey Elland is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.